revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Promoting peace, liberty, and prosperity around the clock. LibertyTalk.fm. What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back as another week. We now know who is in the college football playoffs. Obviously, we are going to be addressing that pretty importantly on this show. But we've got a lot. We're going to do something like a daily rundown today, just covering things in the world that impact your life in a positive way and for us mostly in a negative way. I do want to, before we get real angry here in a second, I just want to put a positive out in the universe because we were, I was harsh at least the other day on Taylor Swift. Horrible music. The whatever was going on the radio. But recently came out with a nice song called Endgame with Ed Sheeran and Future. I think it's a lot more pleasing to my ears and very beneficial to the radio as it keeps me playing the radio. But the end game for us is winning the fantasy football playoffs. And that's where I want to get to next. So there's two types of fantasy players. And I just want to address, Sander, congratulations, you're, you're in the fantasy playoffs. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. So there's two types of fantasy guys. There's the fantasy people who lick their wounds and know when it wasn't their year, and, and take the blame. And I'm half of that, because I, I can take the blame that on draft day I was cocky, trying to do the whole fake out, like, ooh, do I want Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson? No, you you take David Johnson, I don't want him. Oh, oh you take Le'Veon Bell. And I, I wound, out, wound up with my pick in David Johnson, and it didn't work out. That's my fault. It's on me. It was a tough hit on the first week of the season, and it led to my most disastrous season of all time. Went 5-7, and seven, first time since 2006, first time ever in my life I didn't make the playoffs. And then there are the Jared, the Jared Rubin category. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. If, from now on, anybody listening to the show, if you're in a fantasy football league, you award the Jared Rubin of a league. And that is blaming other people for, the, for their not <laughs> making the playoffs. Specifically Wits. Specifically Wits, who is the fourth seed, so you're, you're not even the last seed. No. In the playoffs this year, you are the fourth seed. I am last in something, though. You are last in what is bad. What he's badgering you about, you are definitely last. <laughs> I'm last in the league in points scored. Yes, I said it. It happened, and I don't. I don't care. I honestly don't care at all. I've had plenty of years where I score a ton of points, get no love, don't make the playoffs, and this is my year. Fantasy gods turned it around for me, and I. I'm not giving anything back. So gambling. This has been a large argument for a long time, and I guess that w- this would open up a can of worms. Gambling is gambling. Any format in fantasy football is a form of gambling. I know there's arguments about how it isn't, and that's why it's more legal than other things. But I know for me, and I know for, 
I would believe for you, backdoor covering is a great thing in gambling. When you get the backdoor yeah. cover, you're just right. elated. Everything's that, great. Only, gam- kind of, only you, gamblers care about the cover. Yeah. The backdoor cover. And in some sense, it's kind of a backdoor into the playoff. You got it. Yeah. You get in. You won the it. games you needed to win. It I'm didn't not, matter. The I'm playoffs. not apologizing. I'm not giving any money back. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> and Maybe I didn't deserve it, but it happened. And, and I'm not changing that. And you have nothing but the focus of moving forward in the playoffs. I mean, right now, I'm 0-0, just like everybody yeah. else. I need to win three games. I get the trophy. I get well, you're 0-0 money. like six other people in our league. Like me, right. I'm out. There's right. nothing. I don't look forward to this week. Right. I'm, I have to sit with myself for the next— Mr. Haberdashery. Yeah, I have to sit for a while. There's like 40 weeks maybe in between this next point where I get to— Reevaluate my life and figure out a new draft strategy. I mean, I'm gonna have to fire some internal coaches and everything. I thought you did that last. I did it last year, but one more firing. What are you, the Cleveland Browns? I'd like the Cleveland Browns who might get a little bit of the rain again, especially since they're playing my Packers this week. But they did cover last week, though. If we did take it, and we both took it, we both took it. So, but remember, when you have the Jared Rubens of your league. Just understand that they're the people who can't put the blame on themselves for bad draft, for bad. Add-ons. I mean, me and Jared. See, the, the other issues I have is I had most ads in the league this year, and that comes with injuries. Though I had the most injuries per team or per per a team. So just want to put that it, it out there. Does, like, and I'm, I'm not going to say your team had a lot of injuries, but sometimes you look at it, you look at the league and teams are the bottom. A lot of moves. It's like, how, how many injuries did you have? Like, maybe did you just draft shitty players? Maybe, and it didn't work out. And I would is say, that, but I would say. I, I'm in both categories. I drafted T.Y. I, Hilton, right? who became shitty because of somebody I, I hope to never speak about on this show again. I hope his career is over in Indianapolis. <laughs> and it's the opposite. I'm going to go with, well, you can't really use the opposite of luck without saying bad luck. So I hope there's bad luck the rest of the way for him. So T.Y. Hilton was a bust. You never draft a Patriots wide receiver. I was way too hot on Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks, finishing the year with three straight 20 fantasy point games, just was at the wrong time of the year. Keeping me out of it. The David Johnson thing doesn't help. I drafted Bilal Powell in faith that he would be something. That was a total bust. So there were a lot of ads on. I did pick up Alvin Kamara, who it's only befitting that I'm kind of glad I didn't make the playoffs because he got injured in the first quarter of this game today with a concussion, which we'll address later. It's tough. Fantasy's tough, and um, it's going to be a good offseason for me. I'm going to... I'm going to relax. A lot there's, of time to study. There's going to be March Madness. You got a four-week four head start on everybody. I, I do. have the head start to look forward to next year, see if there's any career-ending injuries, like maybe Ryan Shazier, who you can't really draft for your fantasy team. That, that was that might have been a too-soon kind of joke right there. But <laughs> but moving forward, in other news that I don't really have, we are kind of entering a near abyss because college – we're like So near abyss and quick abyss because – College football has this weird break. It's I've never understood it. I don't know why they take so long to just get back into the bowl games, and especially the ones that actually matter. Which yeah, it's it's weird. It's what do you fill it with? Like I you you don't. I have one other filler that we're going to mention here in a second, but like the NBA doesn't fill it for me. The NBA the NBA is is not a filler. It's not a main course it's because you get barely an appetizer. No. Because it, it was already at its appetizer phase. The, I think the beginning of the NBA season, it just it provides you with all that, like, ooh, what's going to happen? And then you get to this point where there's been enough games where you're just like, all right, I really don't care now until the playoffs. Because you didn't really care before. You were just teasing it a little bit, eating some food. But now, now it's really just boring. College basketball is still doing their non-conference games, but it's entering its abyss because they do all the big matchups, all the ranked matchups well, early on. What's abyss to you? Just nothingness. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Nothing intriguing to me. 
And that's what we're getting into because I told you how I feel about the NFL. It's not intriguing to me right now. So I don't give a I don't give a flying rat's ass other than if the Packers can beat the Browns this week. They could. But college basketball is now entering the finish your non-conference schedule strong by playing all these bad teams. I mean, if you're Florida, who's fifth in the country, they just lost to Loyola Marymount in an embarrassing fashion. But you're going to see some of those big blowout games the rest of the way. Tiger Woods coming back was a little bit interesting, but he's off now Very for a little bit. So, uh, again, it's just a little bit abyssy for me. Yeah. Josh Gordon last week, too. Who I started in fantasy. I mean, it didn't matter, but I yeah. want four catches for 85 yards. He did get double-digit points for me. I just want pretty, to put that in. Pretty decent game for a guy who hasn't seen the field in two years. Um, that that could be that could be a thing. Well, he's a free agent. So, this could get even more interesting. That, yeah. That is, it's interesting interesting what team might possibly take a chance on him because he is that talented. I don't know. We'll, we'll have I, to see. I not know. And real quickly before the recent break, the other point I wanted to quickly bring up. So, LiAngelo Ball and LaMelo Ball will no longer be attending UCLA, which hurts me. I'm on the LeVar bandwagon here and there. I might be off of it now because I love UCLA and their program, and now he's taking both of his kids away from it. I don't know how much LiAngelo is going to impact it, but I really like LaMelo in terms of a scoring factor for that team. They're now going to go play overseas. So that it can be really? drafted sooner than later. I did not hear that. Yes. Are they going to get drafted? Lamelo will be. LiAngelo won't. But that's all the time we have this segment. Everybody, this is the Sporting Edge of Liberty Talk. FM and AMFM 24-7. We'll be back with more content after the break. What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back, and we were uh, we were giving the ball some airtime, which we haven't done in a little bit. Yeah. And Xander actually during the break came up with a very interesting analogy or connection to Levar Ball and some other people of power. Yeah, Levar Ball to me is like a president without a country. Makes a lot of decisions, makes a lot of rulings that a lot of people have a lot to say about, but just did nothing backing it up. He's just he's just a guy. He's just a dad. But meanwhile, like. We, we're talking about him. He's getting involved with our president. He gets involved with the coach of the Lakers. He gets involved with everybody. I think it's kind of hilarious. Like, I don't think LeVar Ball is a bad guy. Happens to have the biggest mouth, I think, maybe in the history of mouths. But kind of funny. Kind of entertaining. I don't know where... I don't know. I don't know where it, like where I'm standing at it. So the Lakers stuff is interesting. I thought so. College, sure, one thing because you know your son's going to be good enough to leave that level. High school, completely another thing. You run an AAU team. I do appreciate the mindset of an AAU coach over a high school coach sometimes, especially from the high school we came from. You've got teachers who I don't believe really know what they're doing in terms of a basketball team and. That's not really to rip. I mean, our, we had the worst football coach in the history of football coaches in high school. But it doesn't really matter. So I, under, I understand that. But to go after the Lakers organization a little bit about really building the team around Lonzo, making sure that he plays in the fourth quarter, that's professional level. And you're talking about coaches who have either played or have been had coaching experience at the top levels. And I don't. And Levar hasn't. But but doesn't mean they're always right though. I agree. Right. I mean. I agree. But I. I think Luke Walton generally is right. It's young. That team is young. That's all you can get from that. I think yeah. Ingram's a talent. I think they're all just – it's in a league yeah, that's going to be tough. I do like Julius Randle too as, as a side note. Exactly. Um, but what I read, I read LeVar's comment about the Lakers, some of why they're struggling and why Lonzo isn't playing as well as he normally would. I, I kind of agreed with it. And he basically sums it up as saying, you know – Lonzo is one of the best passers around, but when guys around him aren't really moving, 
you know, he can't, he can't really like. It is very standstill. I will like agree Before the egg, it's like you know, I can't, can't make a great pass if guys aren't kind of running down the floor. Which I, I'm not going to say. I sit here and watch the Lakers games, but I know Lavar watches all the games, and I, I could see that happening. The NBA is more of a, a star driven, like kind of. I think slow paced. Like it, it's not teams aren't that urgent. I don't think. Can Unless I make a qu- it's fourth quarter or playoffs. I like, agree. Can I make a quick point? Sure. That maybe. LeVar should have thought about it a little bit. This is a Lakers team completely rebuild mode. There's yeah. not a player on that team that LeVar should have felt confident Lonzo passing the ball to. Right. Got, You've got Ingram and you've got Randall and you've got Brooke Lopez. They're really nobody that's going to score off of his pass almost all the time and make a significant difference. Now, you can do all the bashing you want. You can do all the willing to existence you want. Him going to the Lakers and everything. Look at this 76ers team. Had he been willing to go do a meeting with them, had they been willing to be more open with them, look who he's passing the ball to. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, J.J. Redick. Scores. People that would actually, I think, make Lonzo Ball look better. Yet, you close the door on that opportunity. So, LeVar, as smart as you are, and as much arguing as you want to do, you set it up so that you were going to have your son be a Los Angeles Laker, which in its in itself is an unbelievable power. He basically willed it into existence, and it happened. Yeah. It, but he could have been somewhere maybe, in the Celtics. But, you know... Didn't take a the, meeting with them? The, mar- the market, it's probably one of the big, like... Philadelphia, so mar- big market, but... So you made big... So there. So he is successful. That's the, It gets back to the point where I like about him. He's successful. Big baller brand, making him tons of money right now. They have the new big mansion they live in. They live in L.A., they're big, they're fancy, and all this. You got the market you wanted. You don't have the team that's going to win. And if you're all about winning, I think coming to the Lakers this soon, you're just going to have to take the beatings. You're going to have to understand that oh, winning yeah, isn't. They're gonna take beatings. But that's not who they are, and that's going to cause some problems. And then you're going to see turmoil over the next couple of years until the Lakers start winning. If Lonzo Ball's still in on the team in that, yeah. But you saw him pull him from all the teams. Why doesn't he pull him from the Lakers? <laughs> what is he gonna? He can play overseas too. Hey, Kobe made a million dollars a game playing in China. I don't know if the balls are allowed back in China, but nah, yeah, I would stay <laughs> away from that. But I mean, the Lakers—you never know. Like maybe they're one LeBron James away from. That's you yeah. saying LeBron's going to LA. I just, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Like it, ha- it could happen. Like you put a great player on that team, it it, it changes. It's just kind of the concept of like one great player can make everyone else around him that much better. It's interesting. I know you were just saying a great player's name. I think LeBron would hurt Lonzo Ball and not make him any better. It's but oh. so in terms of the way you that Lavar's talking about Lonzo. Look at how Kyrie Irving played with LeBron. Lonzo wouldn't be the passing guy. It would not. He there. Kyrie's assist average was below five. And if he's this great passer that we know of in Lonzo, that would, that's not going to come out with LeBron being on your team because LeBron has the ball in his hand like forty four percent of the game. So the I don't si- know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you about the NBA. I don't really care. That I much. just I there's not much to argue about the NBA. The Warriors are the Warriors. Although Steph Curry's hurt, let's also keep that in mind. Maybe these ankles are finally becoming a little faulty. But we just had to cover the balls. They're going to go overseas. They're going to do their thing. Sucks. I liked high school. I had fun. We we sat at a good lunch table here and there. High school was fun. High school was fun. I feel like you got to be a kid, and Lavar's not letting his kids be kids. I mean, he's Instagram famous, Lamelo. He's 16 years old, has a million followers. If he were to get with the Kardashians, that's it's a nice little gig right there. I mean, I didn't I didn't hook up with any girl in high school that looked like Kim or Kendall. So, 
But that's enough about uh, us and Jared Rubin, who still is one of the worst fantasy football players of all time. Just had to throw that in there. College football. It's reaching an awesome point. Because the committee made the right decision. The right choice. Finally. In case we have anybody out there that is Ohio State butthurt, throw it away. Ohio State did not deserve to be in the college football playoff. It's not even close. I think you put Auburn with three losses in over Ohio State. <laughs> I, I, why not? Tell me why not. Oh. If you if you're thinking the other side, be, because they got three losses. Okay, to Ohio Georgia, State who they beat. The okay, Say, but they, Al- they lost them twenty-eight to seven. So they lost and, to LSU. They won like thirty to three. I know, but it does. I mean, forty points. So sure. You lose three games. Now that's that's a horrible argument. I you don't think it's hard? Look yeah. at Al- they, Alabama is in based off strength of schedule. Okay, that's they didn't what lose the three times. They, they didn't, didn't win a conference championship. Okay, and you're gonna like, but so Alabama got put in, so the right. conference championship doesn't matter. No, no, okay. I was saying for Auburn, like, I don't know. if they win the conference, fine, but they they have three losses to Clemson, okay, to Georgia, okay, two college football playoff teams, Ohio and, State and LSU. You can't just lose every game to every good team and then expect to get in. Like I know they beat the number one ranked team, beat Alabama, back to back weeks, beat Georgia. They beat Alabama. They beat Georgia, but they lost three times. I don't. A better matchup to me would be having Auburn in. And you said... Auburn against... Auburn over Ohio State if it were to be. Oh, well, I don't really care. I, no, I thought, okay, uh, but I'm just putting I, out there that I, I think Ohio State's had, further away. Had Auburn beaten LSU, I would say absolutely. Being a two-loss team, even though they didn't win the conference championship. Okay, so that LSU loss is heavy on you. I mean, the three losses, like... It, okay. I just... Syracuse is a bad loss for Clemson. They're the number one team. <laughs> But look at how they played in every other game. I don't even season. think Miami was legitimate. After the, just as Witt said, they would get their brains bashed in by Clemson. Dude, that game was. I was in Vegas for that game. It was, it was on the big screen. It was horrendous. It was horrendous. <laughs> Miami was. It was like, could you guys have even showed up for five minutes? Like, would it have been that hard? I mean, it was. You know, it was seven. Then it was twenty-one, and then it was thirty-eight, and it was like. How do you, how do you guys live with yourselves? Like losing to Pittsburgh and then coming out and playing. Well, how bad is Notre Dame now? Like I guess you can't play it that way. But Notre there's a Dame, lot of blowouts. They lost their quarterback first drive of that game. What he was gone for the rest? of They lost to Stanford after that. They no, lost I know, it. but you know what? What are you gonna? What am I gonna say? Like that Miami game, Miami stomped them. But I don't think it was a true representation of. So we get my we get Miami versus Wisconsin. <laughs> See, I don't want that because now like two teams who I didn't think are very good. We also go to Ohio State USC, another two bum teams. <laughs> so I, believe it or not, whether you want it or not, I think those matchups are awesome because I think I they're think they if they legitimately come to play, we're putting up teams that we think are almost identical. Yeah, just, <laughs> just in a different. It's like it's like same team in a different world, but or a different conference or a different conference, which right. which we all have our problems with. But that's all the time we have this segment. Everybody, we're gonna get into the bowl games. We're gonna get super excited. Alabama's in, so that does make me kind of rethink my Oklahoma pick a tad bit. But we'll see how it goes. This is Sporting Edge of Liberty Talk. Out of FM and AM FM twenty four seven. We'll be back after the break, everybody. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics and the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the Bubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back. And we're coming off of an awesome conference championship week that's setting up for a great college football playoffs. And I know before this... Playoff. Week, playoff. Is it playoffs? Yeah. College football playoff. It's not the playoffs? No. It's playoffs. Singular. Singular now. I don't know if Jim Moore would be happy about that, but... Whatever it is, the college football playoff is occurring, and I didn't expect Alabama to be in. And I know that might be naive, a little bit ignorant, but I didn't expect them to be in. I made my Oklahoma pick last week. But without even playing a conference championship game, they're going to be sitting there. And on the other side is Georgia, who beat Al- or beat Auburn, which I did pick. And I didn't mention this last segment, but I'm going to mention it now. My picks last week, I went four for five, whereas you... Didn't even breach 50%. I think I went two for five. I got Georgia. I got Clemson. The Wisconsin one was a push, so I didn't go four for five. It was really? Because we got, yes. Because I'm pretty sure they were plus five and a half, my friend. We got them at six. If we want to roll back the tape for the show, we okay. will roll back the tape. So I, went, so I went two, two, and one. So I did hit 50%. Two, two, and one? Is that? Yeah. But you were two and five on making money. Is that not? No. Okay. I was two, two and four because Ty, you get your money back. Okay. 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 Yeah. I but but that standard then I was perfect. I didn't lose anything. Okay. Okay. I just want to put that out there that I was sure. perfect. Sure. Yeah. However you want to phrase it. Because I just want to hear that the Georgia beat Auburn. They won the big game. You were concerned about that they couldn't uh, win the big game. All right. All right. Let me explain. Go ahead. First of all, knock it out of the way. Georgia did win the big game. They destroyed Auburn. But here's my butt. The butt belongs Auburn. To Two massive turnovers in the first half, very early in the game. A blocked field goal when they were down 10-7. to Three major turning points that I think completely changed the game. Like I said, I don't want to take anything away from Georgia, but Auburn did not play a very good football game. I think they're a very good team. They did not play a great game. And I'm still not convinced that Georgia is a team that can win the national championship. And okay. obviously we'll see against Oklahoma, but if Oklahoma comes out and plays a great game, they will stomp on Georgia. Okay. Has Oklahoma faced a defense like an SEC defense is my only question. TCU that is all up for TCU debate. claims to be the defense of the Big 12. Jeez Louise, my golly. How many points did Oklahoma put up this year on them? They must have broken 100 between the two games. I mean, that's yeah, ridiculous. They're a great offer. Dude, AP Player of the Year, man. The SEC is so strong. So, yeah, if if Oklahoma is fortunate enough to get out to that early lead... Is the SEC that strong? Defensive-wise, absolutely. I mean, that Auburn team, 
Their front line, absolutely absurd. Alabama, Mississippi State. I mean, come on. LSU, all these teams have just such strong defensive forces. And you can tell by the scores that you get in the SEC games. They're just significantly lower. What if the offenses are that bad? Maybe the offenses are that bad as a result of the defense. Because I think Jalen Hurts in the Big 12 is scoring a touchdown almost every drive. I think there's nobody that keeps up with him. I think he gets all the time in the world. But he plays in one of the toughest conferences in college football. So, yes, I think if Oklahoma gets out to a 17-0 lead like they did on TCU in the Big 12 championship, that makes it harder for Georgia to come back. But Georgia was also going up, like we said, against some of the best defenses in the country. I mean, Fromm might be better than we think, and he might take it to Oklahoma. I'm worried. I kind of had the mindset, I don't know where my mindset was, that Oklahoma was going to somehow be able to avoid a SEC opponent in their first game. Dude, I think they've lucked out. I don't know. I think Alabama well, and Clemson, I would I agree. I think Georgia Georgia's, Georgia's the worst of those two, but they're still they were number 1. They had one loss to Auburn, which they showed could necessarily be a fluke. I don't I I think that one was a little bit of a fluke. The, the conference championship win? Uh, no, not not I'm not saying a fluke, but Auburn played I think horrendously in that game. Carry on Johnson, major fumble, was not healthy, best player on that offense. Like everything went Georgia's way that game, and I don't think it was necessarily because of them. So I just think you're just so much a Georgia hater. I am. That it hurts. And I, I'm still not saying I'm wrong. I was half right. They lost their <laughs> big, their biggest game of the year at the time, they got stomped by Auburn. And then they Is it the biggest game of the year at that time? At the time. Because the, the game, time, winning or losing clearly didn't eliminate them. Okay, but at the time, that was the biggest game of the year. So the biggest game of the year, they did win, though. And that was a conference championship Maybe. game. Maybe. We'll have to wait till the end of the season. I don't know, Xander. <laughs> I, I think there's just a weird thing you have against Georgia. We'll see. That we'll see. We'll have if, to if, break. They, if they come out, even if they lose, if they come out and play a solid game against Oklahoma, I will take it all back. Well, all we want is solid games. That's the thing. No, and I don't really want a solid. I would like a solid Clemson Alabama game. I could go for a forty to three Oklahoma win. Just to prove a point. Just I mean, that's point. fine. I I don't agree with you. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about Ohio State because I'm tired, especially because my sister goes there. I'm tired of all the people who are Ohio State fans who think they should have been in the playoff because if they remember last year, almost the exact same situation happened, and Ohio State got lucky and got in to a Penn State team that had just beaten them in the conference championship and didn't get a chance to go as a two-loss team. So how are you guys crying about what happened this year when Alabama gets in? I don't get it. I don't get it either, but I already gave my stance on how I thought Auburn still could be in over them. But Okay, so fair. So Ohio State overall, not that good of a team. But that they- Wisconsin team... Was was a joke of an undefeated. I'm just team. glad they screw Wisconsin. I've if we had to look at my betting totals <laughs> for the last three years, whenever Wisconsin is a Big Ten championship game, I'm guaranteed to lose money because for some reason I'm like, oh, maybe this is the year they win it. Jeez, Louise, their offense. I'm glad they didn't make the college football playoffs. And you know, didn't you want them to a little bit? Just see them get smoked? Just a little bit? Well, it goes either way. I think it just shows the Big Ten's clearly not a good enough conference to deserve a spot in the college football playoff. So I think <laughs> I think it is what it is. I'm over the Big Ten. They really got to figure it out. You got Jim Harbaugh. You got Urban Meyer. 
you're this big bad wolf of a co- conference supposedly, yet you couldn't get a team in. There's four spots, five right. conferences, and, and like you couldn't be one of those four. It was the cannibalistic conference. Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, but the SEC is a cannibalistic conference, but they're so good that they can get two teams in. Yeah. That's, but, let's see, we talked about I just Alabama. The Alabama-Clemson one is the one I'm... Can we cu- can we give Dabo Sweeney some credit here? I think he's under the radar a little bit, kind of building a college football dynasty. Yeah. And Three straight playoff appearances. Deshaun Watson, who Kelly has been incredible. I mean... Like you said, Syracuse major slip up. My big that's my big grudge. I'm a little but, bit of a grudge. I mean, besides that, all year been pretty, yeah, poo pooing on everybody. And they they poo pooed the right way, especially when they did it to Miami this past week in the ACC championship game. Go out there and say that there really isn't anybody close to you, especially in the ACC. I don't know if that totally frowns upon the ACC, but Miami kind of they mentioned like Wisconsin, kind of a cakewalk schedule. Obviously, the Notre Dame game was the biggest game at the time, and they went in and blew them out. Right. They weren't very good on the road, and it showed when they lost at Pittsburgh, and it showed when they couldn't go and beat Clemson in the ACC championship game and, and losing in that fashion. So, right. And in Clemson, give them a little credit, six top 25 wins this year. Yeah. It's pretty half, – that's half their game. That's pretty good. That's, that's what makes this Alabama-Clemson game so intriguing. And – Unfortunately, my early thought is I don't think Alabama is going to win this game. I think there's too many injuries on the defensive side where it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be fine. But I think Kelly's going to get the edge, and they're going to outscore, obviously, this Alabama it, It's kind of my – the first. I say for me it's the first time in probably six or seven years where Alabama's gone into a game and I haven't been, like, completely confident that they should win. I haven't won every game the past six or seven years, but – but they've won pretty close to every pretty, game. Pretty right? close. Like, in this game, I'm just like, Clemson might have a little bit of an edge. I know they're a small, they get, a small underdog. They got the last win against this team. I mean... I mean, Clemson, if they win this game, you could you could make an argument that there is a new best, like, franchise of college football. Uh, you, you could. You could. I'm you not could, saying it's It's coming. Right. It's like winter in Game of Thrones, winter's coming, but... They still don't have the national titles that Alabama has over the stretch. So, but if they over can, the stretch of the past three years, they were able to go two out of three, okay, three straight playoffs. And if they keep it going, where they're a constant playoff team, I mean, yeah, they might. I mean, I feel like championship just kind of breeds recruits. Oh yeah, that was a you went, huge win that they had. It just didn't. It didn't pan even out for getting, Ohio like, State. Even getting to the playoff the year before, like I feel yeah, yeah, Ohio State. Maybe an outside reason they didn't get in. Committee didn't want to be embarrassed again. No, especially, especially I lost. The Big Ten loses me more money than the whores at a stripper house. Like it's just ridiculous. But that's all the time we have this segment, everybody. This is Sporting Edge of Liberty Talk FM. This is Roz and Wits, and we are uh, bringing you sports. What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back, and reluctantly. It's in my contract for 16, 19 weeks, actually. I am forced to talk about the NFL. And although my fantasy team is out and my Packers are not in the greatest position of all time, I will come here and perform my duties and I will talk the NFL. Damn right you will. And we'll start. Let's start with the Packers, actually. Last week without Aaron Rodgers, pending a win. Now, 
there's really not a better situation to be going into than the situation the Packers are going into. Going into Cleveland, they just fired the GM. It is absolutely tanking time. And it's going to be tough to be caught right now. Although, I guess, if they get a win, it would hurt them a little bit getting the first overall pick. The, but are you, are you talking about the the Browns? The Browns. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Packers. No, the Packers aren't getting the first overall pick. If they lose this game, I swear, I hope they lose the rest because it's done. We need our best draft pick in years. I don't know where it would come from, but we'd need it. Packers are minus three and a half. This is one of my picks this week. I I don't think Cleveland's that good. I thought that. Tar- oh, really? <laughs> I thought that. Well, you know what? <laughs> Now wait. I don't think they're that good at 0 but, and 12. But I can. I wow, just, gee. That's a great, great, great. Do you host analyst. a sports show or what? Well, let me tell you why I said that. I said that because the Chargers are as bad as can be. They're getting a lot of hype for being hot and everything. I know they beat the Browns, but the Browns kept that a close game, and that's disgusting. Let me just put that out there. Eh, it was 19 to seven going into the fourth. They kicked I don't know. a field goal. It's not really a close game. I. To me, that's closer than if you're this surging Chargers team that's going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. You better put up something better than that. They're six Packers. Six. They started off 0 4. What do you want from them? That whole division six and six. I don't think any. It doesn't matter to me. That doesn't mean they're playoff bound. This Packers team is better now than they were at the start of Hunley's tenure, which was a couple weeks ago. Moral, moral victories, Rod. Moral victories. Hey, we won a big game in overtime. So let's just the guy's hot. Keep him hot. Devontae Adams is who he is. He's been his number one target. I like the Packers, minus three and a half. I like the win, and I like Aaron Rodgers throwing 50-yard passes. I like Aaron Rodgers dominating scout team practice. This Packers team, we're kings of the back doors here in many different ways. Aaron Rodgers, Mm. um, that one's for Thomas Gandolfi. And Aaron Rodgers is going to sneak in to the playoffs this year and win a Super Bowl. Put the money on it now. Wow. Bet them while they're low. Wow. Bet them while they're low. That would be quite the story, but I suppose that, you know, 6-6, six and six, they definitely got a shot. And they With Atlanta play. on their way to losing tonight's game, potentially. They can go 10-6. and six. Um, I guess I'll go to my first pick then. I can't stay away from this team because I just love them. They've yeah. had such a great year. <laughs> the New York Jets. Minus oh. one on the road at oh. Denver. It's not even really... As much about the Jets. As this it is, is the week Denver's defense is going to come back and just cock slap you right across the face. I remember Denver was two and one, and they were being talked about as the best team in the NFL. And boy, was that a long time ago? <laughs> that was, was two that a long, ago. Was that a long one and seven road trip ago that they were ranked as the best team in the league? I, I think they're back to Trevor Simeon. I think they made a full hell yeah. They've had a circle, just, let's go Northwestern. They've product. had a circle of quarterbacks there, and it's it's Paxton Lynch, back. Brock Osweiler's return, return of the king. Um, it, it's been brutal. I mean, they've had a. <laughs> I don't even want to say a horrible season. It's like worse than that. It's it's hard to describe. They've been more disappointing, I think, than the Browns <laughs> relative to their expectations. Um, and the Jets, on the other hand. If you would have told me this team would have won five games, I'd have been like, I don't think so. I thought they're on the three-win line. Three-win team. But here we sit. Robbie Anderson, touchdown in six straight games. I mean, he's the best wide receiver in football. What's what? not to like about him? What, did you start him in fantasy this week? I, he's in one of my leagues. Yeah, he's right. see, you're all, see, there's the other category. There's the multiple league guy, which I totally respect and everything. Yeah, but I've got two leagues. I'm very focused. I'm, I was in a league that you used to be in and got kicked out of. I didn't get kicked out of. I left reluctantly. Ah, 
I, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's, Matt Collada ruined my team, and now he's out. So both co-owners have been ousted. We're like what Jerry Jones could be at one point. But interesting. I like that you're picking a Jets versus Denver game. I mean, how ugly of a game is that? It might give you a little incentive ugly. to watch that game. The other game I was really interested in, and I think moving forward it's going to end up being a blowout. This is Dallas Giants game. One of the best rivalries, supposedly, in football. It's three and a half as well. Oh, am I right? It is three and a half as well. Go Dallas, you know? I, I know it's on the road. Eli Manning is starting again, which <laughs> Ben McAdoo. Yeah, that's just a bad. That is a bad. Like, if you, nothing else, like, I know that's not going to define his career, but, I mean, that'd be pretty cool to have that kind of record. Like, it's... I mean, that's the just... Iron Man record. And, and Ben McAdoo gets fired. <laughs> you missed one week because... It, yeah, it, it was I like it was the equivalent of like a temper tantrum. And it, like, and then he gets canned. It was like, wow, like you had you had to do him like that? Like, uh, it's... for Geno for Gino Smith, nonetheless. Nonetheless. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go out there and start that rookie, David Webb, fine. Not saying I agree with it, but I can see it. But... Picking up Geno Smith, like I know we talked about it last week, but it's kind of a screw you, Ben McAdoo. Like I, I thought he was going to do big things three years ago when the Giants hired him as their head coach. Eli Manning was on the rise, was throwing the ball better than he ever had before. And here we are at 2-10. and ten. Here we are. Sometimes it doesn't work out. It can't work out for everybody. Yeah, well, that's why I think Dallas is going to go in there who's still fighting their playoff hopes. I think they're going to whomp these guys. Not even close. Eh. The Giants are a crappy game. All these games. This is what we were talking about in terms of the NFL. Just all bad games. But there has to be winners and losers. And I know the game you want to talk. Great games this week. I don't know what you're talking about. What you're talking about? What Carolina, Minnesota? No. And And not. not, I didn't even mention that. And St. Louis versus the Eagles. It's not even St. Louis anymore. It's Los Angeles. I just did it. All right. I'm like pulling a U this week. Seahawks, Jaguars, two eight and four teams. Dude, I think the Jaguars get exposed. I don't think the Jaguars are that good of a team. The are division. Seattle that good of a team? The, the, I, Russell Wilson's an MVP candidate. Well, I think Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks in the top five quarterback in the league. Easy peasy. That's fair. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. So, I can say that. The Jacksonville, though, the division they play in. You get the Colts twice, so there's two wins. You get this Texans team. Well, I know it was great with Deshaun Watson, but you got them with the Tom Savage, and it's another brutal team. You got the Browns, who they played. I know they're in the same division. They're playing a lot of bad teams. Not a Titans are eight and four, also in a bad division. So four half of their wins, <laughs> half of their wins, both the Titans and the Jaguars come from just two absolutely. And atrocious we get Ravens Steelers this week. I don't. Know if this is- I think you're you're just you're pissed off the NFL. Like you you don't but, care. What? You don't care if both teams are undefeated. It just doesn't matter. I would love if two teams were undefeated. You, you know, you're, you're I would love if the Patriots were undefeated. Just I'd love all the hype story behind it. You're but, just you're just salty about the league. I, New England's minus eleven this week against Miami. Okay, that's a game I kind of like, but I'm not going to take the other game. I was going to take as we wrap it up here. The 49ers on the road plus three against Houston. Garoppolo City, baby. I took him to win last week against the Bears. It's what I got out of him. Love Garoppolo. I think he's the change that San Francisco needs. It's not what they wanted. It's what they needed. They needed something. It's the um, heir of the new Joe Montana, Steve Young. It is Jimmy G. Garoppolo. And we saw him at the racetrack. Give me the Rams minus two at home. Keep taking the Rams. 
Give Dude, it to me. That's the only exciting part about the NFL is all these top teams bouncing off one another the last couple of weeks. We've got the Saints Rams. We've got the Rams Eagles. We've got the it's all it's great. It's Did great. place a Super Bowl bet for a friend of mine on the Rams also, so I'm rooting for it. The odds can't be that wasn't did you get good odds on that? Fifteen or? to one. They were about sixth place for it. It's not bad. Okay. What are the Patriots like? Uh, two I to think five? They were like seven to two. Yeah. So it's like picking the favorite horse. You don't feel good about it. You don't feel good. You so, know, you want to put your money on like the, the horse. It's like ten to one. Yeah, just right behind it, not too far away. Yeah, but it's like you know what? All it takes is one time. And then Case Keenum could be MVP as well. Vikings. I think the Panthers are terrible, but that's a side note. I think they've gotten some easy wins. I think that when it comes to the big games, they aren't really proven much. Cam Newton, another fantasy player of mine. So I know it sounds like I'm just stubborn and spoiled, but. Two two guys he, who I never thought I would hear in the MVP conversation this year, Case Keenum and Jared Goff. We ripped them pretty good. So, but that's all the time we have this week, everybody. This is the Sporting Edge of Liberty Talk FM. Xander is continuing on in the fantasy football playoffs. Well, I will be sitting on the couch, not watching football on Sunday, other than the Packers. We'll catch you next week, everybody. This is Whitson Ross at Sporting Edge. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Promoting peace, liberty, and prosperity around the clock. LibertyTalk.fm.